Coming up on today's episode of Membership and Subscription Growth. We then wanted to come up with another plan, like you mentioned, another revenue source for us um, to go beyond advertising dollars. We thought, how amazing would it be to package up a box every month that, you know, was that physical happiness delivered? I'd rather have less items and make sure they're really awesome and something I will truly use than just continue to put a ton of stuff in there that will be wasteful. Welcome to Membership and Subscription Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Scrobe. I have a very special guest today, Lisa Sugar, founder and CEO of Pop Sugar, a huge media company that recently diversified to create a subscription service, a subscription box called Pop Sugar Must Have. Tremendous growth, and you know, they already had a loyal following. And heck, you know, so many media companies are hope to create some sort of subscription business, and too often they throw up paywalls or whatever, and just make a mess out of the whole darn thing that they had created to begin with. And Lisa went a different way, created a tremendous brand extension, and we're going to talk about why she went the direction she did, how she did it, and uh, some tremendous insights into you know, how to grow a subscription business, what it you know, goes into creating the number one rated women's box, offering a premium product versus discounting, you know, some insights on new subscriber marketing as well as retention that uh, she discovered by uh, growing Pop Sugar must-haves and advice for anyone creating your own subscription box. All that and more coming up in today's episode. So there's no more delay. Let's get to the program. Welcome to the Membership and Subscription Podcast. Your host is Robert Scrobe, and with me today is Lisa Sugar, the founder, the President and editor in chief of Pop Sugar. Lisa, it's a honor to have you on the program. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I do want to tell you that uh, I'm absolutely a huge fan of you and Pop Sugar. And in a world where so many folks are finding the negative and trying to get uh, views by the shock value and creating outrage on the part of their tribe. I love how instead Pop Sugar and you focus on uplifting and giving that uh, time out experience to your your readers and subscribers. Yeah, well, thank you. We, we just want to make people happier, make their lives easier, and have a great break, have them learn something new, and feel like they're in a very safe environment. So for folks who haven't, uh, haven't had the pleasure of going along and uh, discovering Pop Sugar yet, what is it? Uh, I like to describe Pop Sugar as a modern media company where we talk about everything that you might possibly be interested in. So it's celebrity, it's fashion, it's beauty, it's parenting. Um, health and wellness is a huge category for us. And every day you can learn something new. Um, we are trying to provide content that we are very passionate about. It's in a very positive voice, and I like to say it's very purposeful. So it, it has meaning behind it. So you're either learning something, you're getting a humorous take on something, or there's uh, you know, something that's very instructional. And, 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 and folks can look at your website and see the organization and the amazing thing that you've created. But what's very easy to overlook is that this started with you on a laptop by yourself. Yes. yes. 
um, way back when the word blog was not really, um, it was like a bad word. <laughs> um, but yes, it started off, you know, me individually, I was actually working in advertising at the time, and I kind of started it as a side hustle. And I really just wanted to get, you know, my favorite things out there and give people reviews of some entertainment pop culture stuff, beauty products that I loved, fashion things that I thought were must-haves. And it really grew from there. I, I write um, in a very conversational voice as if we're having this call right now in written format. And you know, since then, we are now uh, you know, about 400 employees. And everybody who is writing and, and content creating goes through that same lens of talking to you as if it's your girlfriend giving you advice and sharing something they're really excited about. That's awesome. And, and for, for media companies everywhere, creating a subscription revenue uh, so that they don't have to be so reliant on only advertising revenue is really a dream scenario. And you went a very different direction than, say, New York Times and Wall Street Journal that erected a paywall in front of their in-demand content. Instead, you launched a, a new offering. How did you come to create the number one rated subscription box Pop Sugar must have? Um, we are very into the whole concept of content and commerce and the, the overlap between them. Um, our editors are testing products all day long. We go to trade shows. We get early access to things well before anything hits shelves and in stores. So because we see how much um, we actually have done like a you know, affiliate revenue sales of sending you know, items that people click off to then go buy at the retailer, and we can track all of that. We then wanted to come up with another plan, like you mentioned, another revenue source for us um, to go beyond advertising dollars. And my husband's background actually is heavily in retail. And from a brand perspective, we just felt like we wanted to get into people's homes. You know, we were talking about these products we love all day and the categories that we cover, and we thought, how amazing would it be to package up a box every month that, you know, was that physical happiness delivered? Um, so as opposed to reading something on the site that makes you happy, you now get something on your doorstep, and you open it up, and you have this experience, and you get to have those pop sugar brands and categories come to life. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's been a really, it's been five years. We just celebrated our five-year birthday. And it's a great business for us. I mean, it's a really wonderful natural extension that has been a huge success for us. Yeah, no question. And uh, and I love the box. I give the boxes to my wife, and uh, she's okay. always excited to uh, to dig through and uh, see what's in there. And uh, you know, got the October box in front of me with all the uh, all the great stuff. So it's absolutely encourage you know, whether if, if if you're a media company or a subscription box, and you're considering creating a subscription business, or you simply uh, have somebody who would love a, 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 a somebody in your life that would love a a box of uh, awesome products that would can make their life happier, then uh, certainly recommend you. Know, Getting that pop sugar must-haves box. Now you have a, a, a tremendous. You've built a tremendous team around you, and yet you still curate the box yourself. Yes, how, how do you, how <laughs> I do. do. It's one of those projects I don't want to give up. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it goes back to me being kind of a central character of all the businesses that we do have, and kind of that filter of, you know, I'm very involved in our video business, I'm very involved in all the content we're creating, I'm very involved with our brand partners, um, and at the same time, we do have a head merchant, and she, her and I go to the trade shows together, and between the editors and the whole editorial team bubbling up 
new product launches or new brands that we should check out. You know, the two of us kind of scour the trade show floors. Um, so all this combination really helps tie it together, and her and I work really closely at creating the box. And I like to say, you know, that nothing in the box should go to waste. So if for any reason something isn't for you, it would be a great gift for someone else. Like the last thing I ever wanted was to have a box of stuff that would come and just start piling up at your house. Um, so the idea is that you can really act and use everything. Um, and if for some reason you personally can't, hopefully a friend or, um, you know, coworker or you'd give it to somebody as a birthday gift later. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And uh, so one of, the, one of the big opportunities within subscription boxes, of course, are gift subscriptions. You know, yes. Folks want to, you know, they, they, they see these as a great opportunity to, to give something fun and unique to a friend or relative. Uh, how do you uh, approach those gift subscriptions and work to turn those into, you know, somebody who's getting this as a gift, uh, encouraging them to go ahead and maybe buy it for themselves going forward? Yeah, well, that's usually what happens, one or the other. Either they fall upon it because they're, you know, know our site or a friend has gotten it and they want to get it for themselves, and then once they start getting it, they like to gift it. Um, or vice versa, somebody got, you know, got it as a gift and then it brings them back to come buy it themselves. So the gifting aspect is extremely important to our business, um, and obviously in the end we want to convert those folks to be longtime loyal subscribers. But it's a, it's a nice price point for a gift. We are more expensive than a lot of the other boxes because we are monthly and we have full-size items and we have really great quality items. So we're a little more expensive than the, the ones out there, um, but we really pride ourselves on having a really great curated box. So at the same time, we have various key seasons and offerings in different quarters where we can have a more expensive box. So when there are holiday times or um, Mother's Day, we have an additional offering for those folks who really do like to use the vehicle as a gifting vehicle. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's interesting that you, you, you know, the premium, you, you're, you are more expensive and you know, have the premium product, and yet um, you're very high rated, high, you know, in-demand box with, lot, with great strong sales. And it, you know, what my my, one of my clients since 2003 are the Harley-Davidson dealers of Florida. And, of course, you know, they have a premium price product, and they sell uh, more motorcycles in their, in their category than all the other manufacturers combined. And very often a premium price allows you to deliver a premium product and experience that allows you to grow faster than somebody who's, you know, trying to figure out how to sell something at a at a cheaper price. So I, I certainly applaud uh, you know the the direction you've gone and focusing on delivering a great experience rather than trying to figure out how to deliver a cheap experience. Thank you. Yes, and I think you know it's it's very much quality over quantity. You know, I love the idea of opening up one thing after another in the box, but I'd rather have less items and make sure they're really awesome and something I will truly use than just continue to put a ton of stuff in there that will be wasteful. So we definitely pride ourselves on, on thinking long and hard about what we're putting in the box and you know, if it is higher quality, maybe, maybe we have one less item than we would one month to the next because of that. Do you think of your uh, must-have subscribers as a unique or different 
uh, tribe, you know, like Lady Gaga has her one percenters, you know, the, that she calls the one percenters, the followers that are particularly uh, rabid uh, Lady Gaga fans. And I didn't know if, um, if you would, because you know, certainly there's a, a tremendous community around Pop Sugar, I didn't know if maybe you would uh, give special recognition or information or updates or anything to your paid subscribers that for your must-have box uh, that you that may be not be accessible or maybe a little bit delayed to your other pop sugar readers we haven't specifically um, done anything from a content perspective where we've cut off content for subscribers but we have done for our must have subscribers they definitely get you know early access into knowing teasers for the next month or we've actually done some really fun things where we've reached out to those loyalists um, and offered additional boxes sometimes free um, that are advertising um, funded but still curated the same way a regular box would be and we all have like an additional contest so for example this summer we did a really great um, campaign with Jeep and we had taken a really beautiful um, moleskin notebook that said free spirit which was in alignment with the Jeep um, you know adventurous driver and then we sent an email basically saying for the first you know X amount of people who respond you will get this amazing additional curated must-have box for the month and then you could also uh, do a contest to try to then win a Jeep. And in, in one case, we had a box which did have a golden ticket of a Jeep. So being able to come up with fun, creative ways to work with a really great brand partner who loved what we were doing with the box, who then let us create a special, fun, additional box with the same types of items and brands that we love working with for the monthly box, um, that is something that is exclusive to the loyalists who have been um, a part of the must-have box family for a while. Nice. Yeah, anything to help make those folks feel special yeah. uh, beyond, you know, certainly the, the box and the unboxing experience is great, uh, but if, uh, if you can help them feel like they're part of a community or that, you know, that they've got special access to you uh, or access to each other is you know, certainly something that improves retention. Uh, yes, and we're, um, we're actually launching a beauty line, Beauty by Pop Sugar, and we will, for example, put that in the box before it will hit stores. So there will be other fun things that we can do um, with the box that we might not be able to do in other ways right. with our community. What, uh, when you think about retention and in improving lifetime value for your subscribers and keeping them longer, what are some of the strategies and, and tactics that you use with Pop Sugar must-haves to increase your recurring revenue? For us, you know, we really look at all the data and we look at what they're responding to. We do a survey after every box that goes out to figure out their favorite and least favorite items. And we, we really take that information to heart so we can see, like, if we've sent too many of one item or you know, really loving that we do home category because a lot of other boxes don't have the home category covered. And just making sure we have that right mix for the right months. So we, we spend a lot of time looking at that kind of stuff um, and really gauging how, to how we're doing. Okay. And, those, and so that feedback allows you uh, to have insight on future items and, yes. and what, they, what they enjoyed so that you could get... You know, provide them what they, what, 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 see, what they 
appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely, and we'll go into forums and we'll look at the reviews and the unboxings and we'll see what they say there as well as our own data. And then even looking at, you know, brands they want us to work with or brands that they've loved so much they would be happy to see it again. Um, we make note of all that. Nice. Well, yeah. and also, we actually had a, a question that came in via Facebook uh, that when, we, when folks knew that I had the opportunity to connect with you, they had a question. Uh, so it, this comes from Ashley. Uh, as a beauty and lifestyle focused box, how did you streamline your sourcing procedure while guiding vendors into the best product, quote, lane for your subscriber base? So for us, um, beauty and fashion are both huge categories and our audience loves them. We, take, we tackle each month with specific themes. And then I like to look at the box every month as just a big puzzle. And it's like, you know, we have to space out certain categories. So even if we know people love jewelry, you know, we can only do a bracelet or a um, necklace so many times. Or we know that 10% of our audience doesn't have their ears pierced. So we need to have another offering for those folks who don't have their ears pierced. And taking all that stuff into consideration, then working really closely with the brands, um, either ahead of time, getting early access to line sheets, because we do plan about four to six months out for the box, um, as well as creating a lot of our own stuff ourselves. We'll see something that we've liked, and we'll tweak it to make it more unique to our audience based on maybe it's um, using rose gold, because our audience likes rose gold a lot instead of regular gold or silver, um, or making sure that a cuff is adjustable or open so that it's not fully closed. Like we take all these little things into account and work really closely with the vendors and brands ahead of time so we can feel very confident about what we're creating together. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, there's a whole host of actual practical challenge, failed credit cards, uh, credit cards that are expired, and things that cause involuntary churn and, and uh, yeah. you know, losing subscribers. Um, what are your what, what's your strategies for minimizing involuntary churn and increasing your revenue growth there? I mean, in that case, it's, it's always making sure that we're still bringing on new subscribers when that kind of stuff happens, and then trying to make our process just as easy as possible. We have a lot of engineers in-house. Um, we actually consider ourselves a very um, like serious tech company because between the media end of the business and all the apps and other products that we have as a company, we want best in class for making it as easy as possible to manage your subscription services with us. So we have evolved, uh, you know, one-click type of uh, implications for signing up and then making sure that we can reach back out to people if billing is a problem in a way that it's super easy for them to re-sign back up. Nice. Yeah, it's... It, 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 Lots of fraud out there. You know, every every week you're hearing about a new uh, you know leak of data, and folks are having to get new credit cards because of all of these you know security breaches. And every time they do, there's a whole host of subscriptions that uh, may or may not follow along with them. And uh, all those you know updating services and uh, from Visa and making it uh, making it easy for folks to give you new credit card. In information is, is tremendous at uh, minimizing that involuntary churn. So uh, as a final question, what, you know, what advice do you have if, uh, you know, for another media company out there uh, you know, has been relying on advertising revenue and for a number of years and is considering 
creating some sort of uh, brand extension subscription program, uh, what would you, you know, what lessons, what are the lessons learned and what would you recommend them to consider as they move forward with that project? Um, I think if somebody new was coming into the space now, because there are so many boxes, uh, it's really figuring out how they're going to stand out and what is their point of view and how are they going to be just really different from everything else that's already out there being offered. I think that there's definitely you know, been a saturation point of subscription boxes, and I think the ones that are way niche for you know, just, let's say, the dog owner or the cheese lover, like something very specific can do really well. Um, but then as far as the much broader lifestyle concept, which we have, really just differentiating yourself um, and figuring out how you would stand out from the rest. Yeah, and certainly one of the key ways you've stood out is through your personality and uh, the, the, your outlook. And while you know certainly the products are great and of high quality, uh, you know they come with uh, you know there's a little part of Lisa that comes with every box. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad that that feels that it comes through. I mean, I do have such a fun time curating every single box, and you know, working on the pamphlet, just describing how people can use the product, and really making sure that it does seem like a really natural brand extension from overall Pop Sugar and the happy place that we've created online through our content. So I'm glad to hear that it comes through to you. Lisa, with the holidays, it's a tremendous opportunity to, to connect with folks with what they're thinking about and you know, looking for gift ideas. How, if, how can a subscription box such as Pop Sugar must-haves, or how, how have you taken advantage of the holiday season uh, to, to generate more sales and more new members? Yeah, gifting has been huge for us. Actually, the first year we launched, we immediately saw the opportunity to come up with a more expensive, more luxury version. Um, we also have really great relationships with retailers, and for five years in a row, this is our fifth year, we're going to have our Neiman Marcus box. So we have this ultra lux $250 box, and that retails for over $700. And then we also have a men's box, because so many of our subscribers are women. They love that we've curated a box for men, and that's what they give you know, their significant others during the holidays, or dads or brothers. Um, so it's been really great for us to extend in slightly different categories or more luxury, um, specifically in November and December, to make sure everybody's covered for all their gifting needs. That's pretty awesome. Is there, for, for somebody that's looking to get some insight on, on how those are being positioned and marketed, or if uh, they have uh, somebody, a special somebody in mind that maybe uh, would really love to have one of those boxes, is there a particular page on your website or URL where they, could, where they should check out the Neiman Marcus box and the men's box? Yeah, well, starting in November, the boxes will all show up and be available to purchase. Um, Neiman Marcus. Uh, we'll also be helping promote it as well because it's been such a great co-branded opportunity. But if you go to musthave.popsugar.com, um, you know, in a few weeks or in November, it'll definitely be up by then. Beautiful. And when, um, and any tips for creating those types of opportunities? I mean, how would somebody even approach a retailer like Neiman Marcus to? Uh, I mean, that they must really ha- have a, a great. You know, view of you and what the Pop Sugar brand can do for them if they're you know, going to be willing to create that type of experience. Yeah, for us, you know, we've had a long-standing relationship with them because they can see every time we write stories about 
products from Neiman Marcus that we can click off to the retailer. So they've been able to see us drive sales so much over the years through our content that they were excited to think of another way to partner together. So um, this is something that originated because we have these long-standing relationships. But I think for newer brands, again, it is kind of figuring out the right partner and a white space where it would make sense to do the curated box. Thank you for listening to Membership and Subscription Growth Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey, let me know what you thought of it. Post a review at iTunes or uh, post a review at the blog at robertsgrobe.com. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and love to hear from you. I read every review and respond whenever possible. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We've got uh, new episodes coming up each week. And also check out the archives. we got uh, programs with Amir Elagizi, who is the founder of CrateJoy, works with more than 4,000 subscription boxes on the uh, program. Liz Cadman, who is the CEO of My Subscription Addiction, who who sees the inside of the entire subscription industry, as well as, you know, f- you know experts on failed charges and uh, marketing subscription programs of all types. Check it out. Uh, it, I absolutely encourage you to, uh, to review those episodes because it's really the best of the best in what's happening in the membership and subscription economy today. And with that, look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of Membership and Subscription Growth Podcast.